Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. And nearly the official start of the weekend. You might want to be adventurous and do some DIY tasks. So Stan's along. Stan Scott after three as well, are ready to answer your questions. And we'd love you to send them in to 2101 or afternoons at rnz.co.nz. And, of course, Critter of the Week rounds us out with Nicola Toki. And this week, a critter, well, it's a tree. In fact, not a critter at all, uh, but a fascinating story to tell from Nick. But right now, it is time for movies. Dom Corrie's here to talk about what is on in the movies, including an Oscar nominee. Hi, Dom. Hi, Mark. Yes, the first film I wanted to talk about is nominated for Best Picture, among a few others. It's called The Zone of Interest, and it's getting a lot of attention. It's a very intense movie. Have you heard about this film? I, well, it's an intriguing tale, isn't it, um, about Auschwitz? Yeah, and- it's set um, in the household of the of Rudolf Rudolf Hoss, who was the commandant of Auschwitz. And it's about his bucolic domestic idol and how his wife, played by Sandra Huller, who's also in Anatomy of a Fall, another Best Picture nominee, it's about how they kind of have this nice little suburban, or not suburban, but nice little domestic existence with this big wall next to them where Jews are being exterminated on the other side. And you could almost call this juxtaposition the movie because it's very much about that uh, horrors just over the wall and I saw this at the London Film Festival in October and the director Jonathan Glazer who's a really interesting guy he only makes one film every 10 years or so and they're all bangers and when he introduced it, he, he was very explicit, and the film's kind of explicit in this way too, that it's not about World War Two. It's about now. It's about how we overlook atrocities in the name of material comfort. And the film is a t- it's tough going. Mm. It's a very austere film. It's almost shot. What he did was he set up this household and then just put a whole lot of cameras in various places and just got people to go about their business. Mm. So it's almost like you're a silent observer. Is it improv in a sense? And I, I, don't, I think they planned a lot, but I think some of the gestures and some of the interactions might be a little bit improvised, yeah, but it's mm. sort of just, it just doesn't sort of have that constructed uh, single camera quality that most films have. And long periods of time will go by where nothing happens. They do not depict what's happening inside mm. the walls of Auschwitz, but you do hear some pretty horrific things. And not smoke wafting across or anything like that. Not, not quite. Like they try to <clears throat> sort of not hit you over the head with it, yes. even though this is in no way a subtle film. It's it's tough going. It's it's an important film and I and I got gained a lot from it. And no rush to watch it again. That's an intriguing. So basically, he's the commandant of Auschwitz, and was it? A, it's not true. It's he was a real guy, yeah. And they um, 
the Auschwitz Foundation had a large role to play in this film, and it's all done with all the right sort of respect and permissions and stuff. So it's all set in the house. Mostly set in the house, yeah. And, and is it that feeling of you know what's going on over the wall that gets you? Or yeah, what? well, they talk about it, and it's sort of it's if you remove the context, it's a it's a it's a a film about a bureaucrat kind of negotiating. Uh, a, a, a nice life for his family. It just happens to be that his business is oh the, you know, macro extermination of, of, of a people. And so, yes, yeah, it is tough going, especially now. Holy wow. In this day and age, like it, it's playing, it's hitting a little differently, I think, but highly recommended. It's going to, it's confronting. It's, it's, it's uh, disturbing, mm. but it's important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, of course, it was the boy in striped pajamas. That was an Auschwitz one then as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's been a tradition of it's. It's something that Hollywood struggles with a bit. Yes. And this is not a Hollywood film. Jonathan Glazer's British. The the actors are mostly German. It's kind of an international co-production. Jonathan Glazer's previous films include Under the Skin with Scarlett Johansson, Birth with Nicole Kidman, and Sexy Beast with Ray Winston. Three very different films. He used to make uh, music videos in the eighties. And he spent a lot of time preparing this, and I saw it months ago, and I'm still kind of processing wow. it. Well, that's impressive. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. That's the first of our movie, The Zone of Interest, which is in theatres now. Yes. Came uh, out yesterday. What about uh, the next one we're talking about is Ethan Cohen and his sister, I understand. Is that right, involved uh, in this? Uh, his wife. His wife, sorry. Because right. he used to be the Cohen brothers. brothers Ethan yeah. and Joel Cohen, they made yeah. lots of amazing films. Yeah. Fargo, No Country for Old Men. And after two and a half decades of directing films together, they're kind of doing their own thing now. Joel made uh, an adaptation of Macbeth uh, a couple of years ago. And this is Ethan's first scripted movie that he wrote with his wife. And it's a, it's a lesbian crime caper. And it's got a great energy to it. I was mostly relieved because it was less than 90 minutes long. And I can't remember the last time I saw a movie at the movies that was sub 90 minutes. So I was on board already. It stars Margaret Qualley and Geraldine Viswanathan, who are two very um, scorching, rising young actresses. And they kind of are on a road trip. They're two lesbians, friends. And there's this gleeful queerness to this film that I think will be great for, for young queer people to embrace. It's, 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 unapologetically gay and in and, and fun ways. It's it's kind of feels Coen Brothers-esque at times. If, yeah. if it wasn't a Coen Brother making this, you might think, oh, these guys are borrowing yeah. from the Coen Brothers a little bit. There's a few big-name actors show up in small roles like Matt Damon and Pedro Pascal. It's sort of bumbling criminals. These two girls end up with this suitcase of contraband that lots of people are trying to get a hold of. And then they go to lesbian bars a lot. Yeah. It's, it sounds like uh, you know a gay vision of Thelma and Louise. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit. It's it's a bit more frivolous than that. It's kind of a, a confection. It's mm. it's 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 quite forgettable, but it had a, has a great energy while you're watching it, and is 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 just kind of a fun little movie yes. that is is worth ninety minutes, but you probably won't be thinking about it much later. And a trip to Florida, is it? Tallahassee, I think. Yeah, they're driving from, I think, uh, Philadelphia down to Florida. And it's kind of a road comedy slash caper movie slash crime comedy slash uh, <laughs> lesbians rule film. Oh, fantastic. Drive Away Dolls is what that one's called. And then finally we have a horror movie. 
do I remember, did this come out earlier or something? Is it no, it's not. The, it's not the first film with that title, so that might be what's confusing you. Right. But there's in this post-pandemic era of theatrical exhibition where a lot of genres of films aren't getting released. Horrors, there's a lot of horrors coming out. And horrors keep making money, but so many of them are bad. But I actually really like this one. It's about a young woman who inherits a pub in Berlin, I think it is. And there's a woman down in the basement who, if you, she comes out of this hole in the wall, and if you give her a personal possession of a dead person, she can, she swallows it, and then you take the bag off her head, and she's that person oh for two God. minutes. So you can talk to the dead, which is an interesting concept. Two minutes. Yeah. And after two minutes, uh, bad things happen. Very, very, uh, for, for, for the importance of the two minutes, they've got an egg timer. There's some very lackadaisical approaches to timing in this. If you're going to do that, you like set, set it to go off at 1.45, just, yeah. so you, just so you're ready. You don't wait for the two minutes and then go, hang on, why is she acting differently? But what I liked about this film is so many modern horror films all take place in the shadows. Yes. It's all about suggestion stuff. This is one where the bad things that are happening, you can see it. It's all sort of laid bare and there's no one hiding in the darkness. It's sort of uh, the concept is explored with relative uh, creativity. I I was expecting a generic horror film and it, and it didn't blow um, the wheels off or anything, but I thought it was pretty cool and pretty and, and, and worth 90 minutes again. And what are the bad things that happen? Can, is, that, is that a spoiler? Well, if you start messing around with the dead, it's, <laughs> uh, you know, but there's sort of a curse involved in this woman and, you know, I thought the fact that it was set in a pub, an old sort of rundown pub, that's not a horror film location we've often scene and the basement this brick wall with this hole in the brick wall you're not sure what's beyond it some quite sort of a few times in this that evoke memories of being a child in an old house and exploring and not being being too scared to see what was you know in the underneath of the house or behind that door that seems yes. to be locked or whatever some some primal yeah. primal fears coming through in this yeah. it's not mind-blowing um but I, I was impressed. It was better than I thought it was going to be. So there we go. That's, uh, that's Baghead. Baghead, Baghead, yes. All right. Well, Dom, thank you very much. Um, Thanks, good Mark. suggestions for the weekend. Awesome. Cheers. Excellent stuff. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.